Tuesday. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening for the Worldwide Wrestling Federation Heavyweight Championship. Wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, our first event of the evening is a one-fall match with a 15-minute time limit. There ain't nobody. There ain't nobody in wrestling who can make me quit. And that's the bottom line, cause Stone Cold said so. Tuesday. We are what wrestling's all about. New York City here, Chicago here, Jamie on my left, Linda on my right. But I'm not telling any of the girls who I'm going to give it to in Chicago until that night. Tuesday, wrestling. Tuesday returns to Under the Hood with Jonathan Hood on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN app. It's Tuesday, Wrestling Tuesday with me, Jonathan Hood, right here on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN app. Follow Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday on Twitter at WrestlingTWT. It's at WrestlingTWT also on Instagram at WrestlingTWT as well. So Twitter and Instagram to be able to follow along as we give you wrestling content every Tuesday at 9.30, a half hour after SmackDown Live is over right here on ESPN 1000. We will hear from the notorious Shane Taylor, ROH television champion. They got a big pay-per-view, best in the world, taking place this upcoming Friday on pay-per-view. Taylor is the television champion. He's been dominant. We'll hear from him in just a moment. Just want to point out a few things before we hear from Shane Taylor. The WWE had their pay-per-view. It was called Stomping Grounds. They got some unusual names for pay-per-views. But Stomping Grounds took place in Tacoma, Washington. And the main event was Seth Rollins, the Universal Champion, defeating Baron Corbin. There was a lot of conversation about this pay-per-view before it started. People said, why is it in Tacoma? There's going to be a lot of people that's not going to be there. There'll be a lot of empty seats. Uh, the booking seems off. Who's going to be the special referee in the main event with Baron Corbin and Seth Rollins? And I will tell you, even though that there was a lot of screwy things that was happening in this matchup, when you had Lacey Evans as a special referee, that's the perfect special referee for that main event. The reason why is because Seth Rollins has had an issue with Baron Corbin and Lacey Evans has had a problem with Seth Rollins' quote-unquote girlfriend, Becky Lynch. So that worked out fine. I thought that the heavyweight championship matchup with Kofi Kingston against Dolph Ziggler was exactly what I would have expected. Uh, I don't think that a steel cage match was necessary for this because I don't think that anytime you have a cage match, it reaches a crescendo in the booking, in the storyline. It's a, it's a regular match. It's a no disqualification match. And then it's maybe some kind of Falls Count Anywhere match. And then the cage match usually is a crescendo. It's hard to be able to watch a cage match when there's no blood. I know that sounds strange, but you continue to see Ziggler and Kingston go back and forth, crashing each other's skull into the cage, and there was no blood. That's a disconnect for me, but I think that these two pulled it off for the WWE Championship. I just thought that the card was fine. But there's so much negativity around the WWE because people want new. And I get that. If you watch Seth Rollins against Baron Corbin, what did you hear? You heard CM Punk chants. You heard AEW chants. You heard um, This Is Stupid chants at the main event on Stomping Grounds. And I just know that when it comes to storytelling, 
The WWE has lacked some. There's no question about it. But I thought that that main event with Rollins against Corbin made sense. There is a Bruce Pritchard influence of the WWE. If you know who Bruce Pritchard is, that he's a guy that was a producer and on-air performer for WWE, his brother Love, in the 80s and 90s, and now he's back as a producer. You can see the influence that he has on the company. So, uh, to me... I focus on the in-ring product, number one, and number two, I look for the storytelling. I know it's been lacking, but I think as of late, things have picked up some for the WWE. Also, a big show taking place on Saturday, June 29th. It is Firefest. I know, right? Fighterfest. AEW's Fighterfest. Uh, that uh, car taking place in Daytona Beach. Now, here's the interesting thing. So, <laughs> I look at this card with the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega against the Lucha Brothers and Laredo Kid, I look at John Moxley against Joey Janela. I see a four-way dance with uh, MJF and Jimmy Havoc and Jungle Boy and Hangman Page. And I see a lot of other matches on the card. But Fighter Fest, don't get confused with the um, documentary Fire Fest. Fighter Fest is a going to be an interesting development for wrestling because it's the first time, to my knowledge, that wrestling has been able to mingle with gaming. So AEW, All Elite Wrestling, is involved with CEO Gaming. Uh, CEO Gaming is going to have an annual tournament uh, that is taking place where there's going to be people from all over the country around the world to be part of this gaming festival. And wrestling's part of it. Kenny Omega, who is part of AEW, longtime New Japan pro wrestler, loves gaming. And so he decided this is a great opportunity for AEW and gaming to be synonymous. So this will take place at the Ocean Center in Daytona Beach, Florida. Uh, it'll be a show on Saturday at 6.30 Central Time. That'll be a pre-show for 6.30 Central Time. And this is going to be live, and it's going to be free. If you download uh, Bleacher Report Live, you can see this for free, a low, low cost of $0. So you'll be able to sample AEW for free. The last event they had in Las Vegas, Double or Nothing, that was a pay-per-view you had to pay for on the Fight Network. But this is going to be free. So that should be an interesting show to see how they put things together on Saturday from Daytona Beach, Florida, 6.30 Central Time for that show. I got a chance to talk to Shane Taylor, the notorious Shane Taylor. The Best in the World pay-per-view taking place at 7 o'clock Central Time on Friday on June 28th as he takes on Bandito for the television championship. There's a lot more to that card as well. Let's find out more about the notorious Shane Taylor, the ROH television champion, on Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday. We talked to the most dominant television champion of all time. The notorious Shane Taylor joins me on Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday with Jonathan Hood here on ESPN 1000 as we get ready for Best in the World taking place uh, Friday at 7 o'clock Central Time on June 28th exclusively on pay-per-view. This man will take on Bandito. Shane, welcome to the program. How are you? I'm fantastic, man. Thank you for that introduction. I appreciate that. Absolutely. How is life for you, Shane? How's life right now? Life is beautiful, man. I'm just sitting down here with my wife, two daughters, man. Uh, just uh, got done training, you know what I mean? So life is great. You know, it, it's uh, a, a far cry from, you know, uh, being on the streets at east side of uh, Cleveland, Ohio. So I'm enjoying it right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you've told that story, and I want you to tell our listeners here in Chicago and across the country about uh, growing up in Cleveland because it's a fascinating story. Take us there. What was it like for you? I mean, my story is essentially no different than, you know, millions of people that live in Chicago or Compton or any other 
you know, inner city across the country. You know, uh, uh, growing up, uh, dad tried the best he could, uh, mom tried the best that she could. You know, but when you're in that environment, as most people know that are in it, it, it's a different way of thinking. It's a different way of living. It's a different set of rules and circumstances that the average person just doesn't understand. Um, so, you know, going to, you know, funerals, you know, back to back to back of friends and loved ones that died to, you know, drugs or gang violence or things of that, of that sort, um, going through all of that. Uh, sort of came to a crossroads to where my dad sat me down and said, hey, you know, I'm going to give you one of two options. Either you can continue to do what you're doing, and I'll show you how to be the best at it, you know, but this isn't the life that I want you to lead. Um, I, I want you to be a better man than me. I want you to go on and do things um, that I know you're capable of doing. So, um, my dad is my hero. He's the reason that I do the things that I do. Uh, so I decided to take that challenge. First member of my family to go to and graduate college. Uh, and now I, I get to live my dream and perform all across the world, uh, doing what I do now. So, I mean, um, and I'm nobody special, you know what I mean? So it, it, it really is just having the right people around you at, at the right time and you having the uh, wherewithal to be able to listen and understand where you're going and make a change. Well, Shane, uh, I think that is, for most families, I know that whether it's grandparents or whether it's parents, they want to be able to set you up as best as possible to be able to have a better life than they had. And I can only speak to my life the same way where, you know, they got um, grandparents from Arkansas that saw a lot in me and decided, you know, whatever we didn't have, we want you to have tenfold. So that support mm -hmm. system is not there for everybody, but if you can get it, that's a special thing, is it not? Oh, absolutely. And it it, it, it can make or break you, you know what I mean? Not not having that. There's so many people that I, I know that I saw greatness in, but they didn't have the support system around them to nurture that. You know what I mean? They, 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 they didn't have the time to bring that out. Uh, you know, and that that that's why I, I work as hard as I do because I've seen so many people not be able to fulfill their destinies, to be able to fulfill their their goals and utilize that talent. So I I make the most of of, of mine and the platform that I'm given. That's why I do the things that I do and say the things that I say, especially in today's era where so many people are like, well, you shouldn't say that. Like I I, I don't care. I'm on this platform for a reason. And I, I'm going to use it, you know. Um, Ali could have just been a boxer, you know what I mean? Uh, but 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 he wasn't. He was more than that. And so when you have a plat, when you have this platform, you should be able to use it. The notorious Shane Taylor with me, Jonathan Hood, on Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN app. Best in the world taking place Friday, seven o'clock Central Time, exclusively on pay per view as Shane Taylor defends. Uh, his television championship. What are your thoughts mm -hmm. on the growth of the company? We've been watching ROH for a long time and following mm -hmm. it. That there is, there, there really isn't a down period for the company. It, talent goes in and out, but it seems like the standard's always there. Oh, and it, it's been like that, you know, since since the days of 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 the Murphy wreck and Low Key and Chris for Daniels and and and, and Danielson, you know, said the bar to 
Homicide, Samoa Joe, and Nigel, you know, and the whole era and lineage of Ring of Honor has always been on the very, very cutting edge of the best talent in the world. That's why we are the best professional wrestling on the planet. Uh, it's not just a moniker. It's not just a, just a tagline. That's who we are. Uh, and every year when you look at where guys go and you look at the rosters of a lot of companies and where they're and what they're comprised of, Ring of Honor talent is at the very top of everything. You know what I mean? So every year, like I tell people, we, we don't, you know, have to uh, retool or reshuffle, or reshuffle. We just reload and keep going. Uh, and uh, everybody's going to get to find that out once again this Friday at Best in the World. Here's a question that no one's asked you, Shane. You ready for this? Oh, okay. All right. Uh, who do you think, who would you say is the best wrestler to ever come out of ROH? Who's the face of ROH? Like if you, like you can look at, you can look at the WWE, you can say, you mm-hmm. know, Bruno, you can say Hogan. Uh, you can look at uh, certain companies. Well, if, for ROH, who do you think is the best wrestlers ever come out of the company? That's a great question. Um, it would have to be one of two people. It's either Samoa Joe or it's Jay Lethal. Uh, when you think of dominance and Ring of Honor, uh, championships and things like that, the first two names that come to mind, in my opinion, are Samoa Joe or Jay Lethal, with the honorable mention to Jay Briscoe. Um, for me, you know, you, you've got. Uh, and Samoa Joe had almost a full two-year championship run. You know, you have Jay Lethal, who, you know, was the first man to not only hold the world television championship, but the world championship as well and dominate, you know, with both championships. Um, you're talking about guys who have cemented their legacies with ROH um, and are synonymous with those three letters. Um, no matter where else they go in the world, people know that you know that era belongs to them and that's exactly what i want to do uh when i'm done um with my time there i want people to understand and i want people to be able to say like i do for them that was shane taylor's era of ring of honor who are some of those influences in the locker room at roh right now some of the veteran leadership i mean we i mean you've got the guys that i just said you know you've got jay you've got you know Lethal and Briscoe, you got Kenny King, mm-hmm. uh, Caprice Coleman, you got guys like PCO now who's bringing, you know, decades of uh, worldwide experience to the locker room. So many guys bringing, you know, international experience. I mean, everybody really is in their own right helping to, you know, lead in the, the best way that they can. The Notorious Shane Taylor with me, Jonathan Hood, on Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday. As we talk about best in the world, 7 o'clock Central Time on Friday. That will be the pay-per-view on June 28th. Uh, again, you can find that on pay-per-view and check out best in the world. Um, is there someone in the business that you would like to face that you haven't faced yet? Oh, there's a lot of people that I would like to fight that I haven't fought yet. Um, you know... Because what gets to me is, is this, is this uh, 
sort of social media type of mind, mindset that people in other companies, just because they're other companies, are better, you know, than, than us or, or better than, than me. So uh, I grew up uh, in a way where I don't care what your reputation is outside of being in the ring with me. So until you prove it to me, I don't give a damn. Um, so there's a lot of guys when you look at uh, the uh, potential for matchups with you know crossovers with New Japan. I, I would love to have a match with Tomohiro Ishii. I would love to have a match with Manoa Suzuki. I would love to have a match with Okada. I would love to have a match with a lot of these guys. You know, um, because if uh, if if you are the best at what you do, and, and this is who you're saying that you are. Come get in the ring with me and let me find out. I I, I won't. I don't want to do that, but I will root for you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to mess with you, but you know what? I will root nah, for you. No, nah, you good. You're good. <laughs> okay. You got two different lanes, baby. Two two different lanes. <laughs> okay. Uh, Shane, tell me this. Um, so so growing up, see, being in Cleveland, you probably saw some matches from Richfield at the Coliseum and probably mm. some Cleveland Convention Center stuff. I know that. The NWA ran there in the in the nineties. I know there was a clash of champions there back in I think eighty nine ninety. Where where did you see wrestling primarily where you grew up? Well, we would go to Richfield. My dad took my dad took us there. I want to say there was like a Survivor series, a Survivor series there, mm-hmm. uh, and that's what we went to. Uh, and out of all the matches, the only one that I remember was uh, Texas Tornado versus the Warlord. Uh, went to a double countout, and the place was just going absolutely bonkers. And I, I remember at that point, like, there, you got people throwing cups, you got stuff flying, and I remember going to grab mine and just like, oh, well, I'm going to do it too, and just looking up at my dad, and he just gave me that look like, don't even think about it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, damn, you know? Um, but, uh, yeah, man, like, 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 going to those events was incredible, and, and, uh, and I think, like, from that point on, I was like, okay, this is what I want to do. Like, I've always been antagonistic by nature. So I was like, if I can find a way to get paid to, you know, pit, piss off however many thousands of, of people, that's exactly what I want to do. Fantastic. Bandito's your opponent on Friday, correct? Yes, he is. Okay, what are, you, what are your expectations for this, this young luchador? Man, I mean... He is, without a doubt, one of the very best luchadors to come out of Mexico in the last 15 to 20 years. The guy's been all over the world. Uh, some of the biggest promotions in the world had a hell of a showing at the best of Super Juniors from New Japan. Uh, and he's got a victory over me already on TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I fully expect him to bring his A game. I fully expect him to walk in here with tons of confidence. Um, but what he's failing to realize, and so are his fans, is... I am a different person now with the Ring of Honor World Television Championship than I was before when he beat me. So he is attempting to do what no one uh, my, my entire life has been able to do, and that's come into my house and take something from me. Uh, it's not going to happen. Uh, he is going to be the very first victim of what will eventually be the single longest and the single most dominant world television championship reign of all time. He is going to end up being 
a history question. When they look back and they ask you trivia, who was the very first guy that Shane knocked out on his way to being the most dominant TV champion of all time? The answer will be Bandito. Uh, so him and all of his fans and all of the officials that are hoping that they can put him on this pedestal and, 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 and carry him as, as their champion, they're all going to be very, very upset, and Shane T is going to break a lot of hearts. Shane T, do you um, go around the airport with your championship? Because if I was the television champion, <laughs> I would never take it off. So are you going through the airport with that? The, the, the championship is right in the bag. Usually I have to take it out anyway because when I get to security, inevitably, when I explain, hey, there's a championship belt in there, there's really no need to, to stop me. They stop me anyway. They pull it out. They look at it, which is cool. But, like, when I'm like, look, look man, my flight is leaving in 10 minutes. I got to go. I, I don't really have time at that point. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, to, to, to go over this. But usually it's pretty cool. But um, I do keep it out, and I put it on my mantle. Um, my daughter get to see it, and she gets to play with it. And uh, just let, letting her know and see that, you know, this is what you can accomplish when you work hard. Um, that's everything to me. Would you let your kids wrestle? That's a great question. Um, right now, my mindset is no. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, what, my 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 goal is to build a brand and build something that I can give to them that they can then, you know, own and move forward doing that. You know what I mean? So if I build a company with my brand and get to give it to them to, you know, do and, you know, and push that forward. They don't need to wrestle, you know what I mean? But if it's something that I can see is just a passion of, of theirs and they want to do it and there's just no talking them out of it, then I will make sure that they get the best training, they go to the best schools and uh, give them that advantage. I know that Ian Riccoboni, the the voice of ROH, will be licking his chops. Second generation wrestler, Shane yeah, Taylor's yeah, kid. Yeah, Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, I mean, if, if that's something that they want to do, that's there. Um, but you know, I I want them to feel like they made their own way and they did their own thing. Of course, I, I'm here to open as many doors as possible. Uh, but I want them to make sure that they know that they did it for themselves. So you're a champion, and so the Browns have to can't be far behind, right? The resurgence of the Browns look, and you, the champion. Listen, man, your boy Shane T inspires people. Okay, <laughs> I won a championship in Toronto. What happened? Raptors, right. NBA champions. You're welcome, Toronto. Mike Elgin, you're welcome. Drake, you're welcome. You know what I mean? So, um, for for me being from Cleveland, you know what I mean. Hopefully, Browns are watching. Hopefully. You know, Baker Mayfield, you know, has Honor Club. You know, he can tune in and see how your boy does it. Uh, and the Browns can win that Super Bowl. <laughs> I love that. So so there he is, the notorious Shane Taylor, uh, on the Best of the World pay-per-view Friday, 7 o'clock Central Time, June 28th. Again, exclusively on pay-per-view, the television champion will take on Bandito. It has been my pleasure, sir. Thank you for joining us here on Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday. Best of luck. Uh, as the champion moving forward, getting past Bandito on Friday. Hey, thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, it's going to be one hell of a fight. Don't, don't miss it. 
All right, it is a notorious Shane Taylor with us here from Ring of Honor as you're listening to Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday right here on ESPN 1000. I tried to show him. You're listening to my mans in them, Jay Hood. Yeah. Jonathan Hood on ESPN 1000. I tried to show him. And the ESPN app. Yeah. Gone on you with the pick and roll. Younger Flame here in sickle mode. 